0: Good morning out there fellow Texans. I know you wanted an update on the border. Let me show you what was played yesterday. Take a look. Before, section 4 says basically that every state is guaranteed protection against an invasion by their federal government. And it would make Okay, so a lot of people might be saying, "Well, why are you putting that?" Why I'm going to tell you why. Because when I posted those videos about, you know, Eagle Pass and Shelby Park and the the Texas National Guard going down there and protecting that, putting out more razor wire, everybody's saying they're going against the fence. They're going. Let's just keep going just a little bit. Take a look. If in ten, it says if there is an invasion, if or and this is, is important, imminent danger such that will not permit delay. The state has the sovereign, constitutionally protected power to defend its border, protect its citizens, and enforce the laws of the land. There you go. So, quite honestly, what's, what's confusing about that? I'll tell you what's confusing to me about the whole thing, is that when the Texas National Guard just secures this 47-acre parcel here in Shelby Park, everybody in the comments was like, they're going against federal land, they're not following the Supreme Court, and blah, blah, blah. It's almost like you want them to come in and invade our lands. You want them to come in and take, a, it, it's just, it's quite, it's unbelievable to me. And did you see what happened in Times Square? You know why Times, take a look at this. You see what's trending here? Iran, America, look at this, Times Square trending with the NYPD. Do you know why Times Square is trending? Because yesterday you had a bunch of immigrants beat the crap out of two NYPD cops. Amazing, right? Did you see that? I can't show you the video on TikTok. They don't, they don't allow violence anymore, but you got to go watch this, this, take a look. Right here, in wokeness, 12 hours ago, a large mob of illegal aliens brutally attacked two NYPD officers on Saturday near Times Square. All have been released without bail. You see? Now, the immigrants that are coming across in Eagle Pass or in Shelby Park, they're being released, taken to Chicago, taken to New York, wherever, wherever, and they're beating the crap out of American cops. These are your children, your uncle, your brothers. This is crazy. Your sisters. Here they are. Go watch that video. You see, so before you put down something in the comments that say, oh, well, he's going against federal, he went against the Supreme Court United they're coming in and beating our police officers now. Can you imagine if you or I beat a police, you know what would happen to us? They put us under the jail, right? We'd be, we'd, be, we'd be writing home to family members saying, can you send me a book? Anybody else think it's amazing this is coming from the party with transparency and accountability? And accountability? <laughs> Listen, go to my link tree. Go check out some of my cool leather merch. I I ship leather all around the world. Also, follow me on X, the Daddy Twins. Same thing on Instagram. I'll see you over there. As always, God bless. Stay safe. It's dangerous out there today.
1: Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, goaded with goddamn sauce. How are y'all today? Before you get in my comments, no, that's not taking the Lord's name in vain. I know some of you want to say that. No, what Joel seen does every day is taking the Lord's name in vain. So let's get into this. There's a simple saying we have in this country. And to my foreign audience, I'm sure you've even heard of this. There's a simple, simple saying. It's the easiest saying in America. Stick with me, folks. You don't mess with Texas. Joe Biden, president who seems to have forgotten many things about this country, uh, is doing exactly that, and it is not going great for anyone involved. Other than, I don't know, immigrants getting free bus rides to nice parts of the country. I would say nice parts, but they're going to like New York and shit. When they went to uh, when they went to uh, Obama's backyard, that shit was pretty fun, right? Martha's Vineyard, that that was funny. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <clears throat> Joe Biden's war with Texas, Greg added, threatens a constitutional crisis. Threatens. Okay. Oh, this unaddressed gunshot wound in my thigh. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it smells bad, but it's just threatening to be gangrenous. Never mind the maggots and the rotten skin and the peeling flesh. It's just threatening to be necrotic. But Abbott holds the high ground. You were supposed to be the chosen handicapped. It's over, Biden. I have the high chair. We have a little video here to get into. We got three articles to read in this episode, just a heads up. So let's check this out, shall we? Over here at uh, Cux News. We'll scroll on and come back up to it in a minute. Team Biden. Team Biden's border chaos is becoming a dangerous constitutional crisis, putting Texas against President Biden. See, here's the thing about that. That's not a new thing for for Texas and Biden, the Biden administration not to be on the same page. My question is, why are we just now doing this? Do you know what we could have done earlier on if we pulled this stunt, Texas? By the way, by the way, it's not even to say it's a stunt's a little mean. It's not a stunt. It's actually it's a it's not a stunt. It's a, it's a political move for sure. A stunt would imply some sort of artificiality behind it, and there's nothing artificial about this. But When the bus thing started, I said you cannot send these buses of illegal immigrants to states. And if you do, there's only one place you can send them, and that's Washington, D.C. Hear me out. It's been a while since i flushed this out. Illegal immigrants vote. And now in these states like California, they're trying to make it so illegal immigrants can just vote in general elections. Now, even without that being passed, illegal aliens fucking vote. Here's how. They you don't need to be a U.S. citizen to fill out the census. In fact, tons, millions of illegal immigrants fill out census forms every year. The areas in, where, in which they fill out these census forms expand because of these new, um, well, they're not even citizens, but these new people seem to suggest that these areas would need new reps, which means these people fill out censuses give areas more electable representatives which is shitty, which is bad, which is why small, small communities have lots of bureaucracy on the federal level. It's because these illegal immigrants say, oh, I'm here, when no, you're not. You shouldn't be. You should be bounced back over the border, and that is... I have way harsher things I think should be done, but we'll keep it podcast-friendly. 50-foot holes with spikes on the bottom of them. Now... When you send these illegal immigrants to all these these cities and all these states, it only expands the federal government's power because the census forms allow them to elect more representatives to these areas. However, what location in the borders of America has no representatives? Doesn't have a a governor, doesn't have a a president, doesn't have a governor, um, congressman, or a senator, but has lots of government in it? Lots of congressmen and senators and a president in it. Washington, D.C. Dude, you could dump 3 million illegal immigrants in Washington, D.C. The federal government would not get any more powerful. In fact, it would be destroyed more than more than likely. Because all the resources that Washington, D.C. would have to expand within its own borders. And you know Joe Biden would all of a sudden not have as much money to send to Ukraine... Because all of a sudden, you got to, like, protect D.C., right? I mean, hell, we can't have a wall in the southern border, but there was an 8-foot Baltic fence around the Capitol building for three and a half fucking years. I'm just saying, Joe Biden's Delaware home has at least a fucking fence. You, know, you don't want stray dogs from your yard? Hmm, I don't want these fucking mongrels coming through my border. Mask is falling off in real time, folks. Can you... Hmm... I'm not immigration friendly, especially illegal immigration. I don't think we should be taking in anybody from around the world. Why are we? We shouldn't take in a single fucking immigrant for 30 years. Minimum. Put a hiatus on that shit. We have so much shit we need to do here, cleanup wise and all that. We can't afford immigrants. Sorry, homie. You weren't born here. Them's the fucking bricks. Check in in 30 years. I'm anti-immigration, legal and illegal at this point, because we got too much, too much here. And until we figure out and straighten up what we got here, we cannot take any fucking more people. I'm sorry. I think America is for Americans. It's weird. Now, Americans aren't white. They aren't black. They're a little bit of everything. We're mutts, Amerimuts. Either take that joke as a compliment or as an insult. tells me a lot more about you as a person, depending on how you take that joke. However, we just cannot take any more citizens. And until we fix this whole birthright shit, no, fuck you, stay out. I wouldn't accept a single fucking person if I had the choice. Again, we're overtaxed, too many immigrants, not enough native-born Americans. Nah, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm real anti-immigrant now.
2: A new Harvard Harris poll, meanwhile, shows concerns over the border topping rising prices the economy and crime as well. And the Supreme Court just handed the Biden administration a win, may not be a win politically, but a win legally for certain on immigration yesterday. The court's ruling will allow border patrol agents to cut the razor wire that Texas installed to try and stop the unprecedented surge of migrants. The ruling escalates a political battle between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the White House over how to protect our southern border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott warning, this is not over. I will continue to defend Texas's constitutional authority mm. to secure the border and prevent the Biden admin from destroying our prop
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Let's get into the article. This article right here, by the Post editorial board. All right. I'm always... See, a couple years ago, when it would say the editorial board, that meant a collection of writers came to it. Now it tends to mean, I'm a writer and I'm scared of the federal government and I don't want my name attached to this article. Well, I do respect what you have to say, usually, I think you're a fucking flaccid pussy. They already know who you are. You know what I mean? So why hide it? Right. They're, they arrest people for going to school board meetings. They arrest people for farting too close to the Capitol building on a weird day in history. Alright, they'll just arrest you. With, with AI? Dude, the federal government is going to use AI to make false evidence to arrest people who are completely innocent. Is going to happen it's only a matter of time and who says it hasn't already happened how there's so many people that get put up on trial and they're like I didn't I don't remember doing that I didn't do that I, that's not me I don't remember doing it sir we have the videos sir we have the proof the tech we get is usually five to fifteen years behind the military and the government again the government had the internet 35 years before we had home-based computers the federal government had the internet in the 60s, they had the internet in the 70s, they had the internet in the 80s, and then we get home computers in the late 90s, cell phones too, like all this tech the government and, and the military has, I mean rightfully so, I'm not complaining necessarily about that, I'm saying it makes sense that they have it, but we know they have it before we get it. So who's to say they haven't been using AI and their AI isn't already, like look how fast AI advanced just in the time we've had it, right? Just in the like short what year ish year and a couple months we've had it, maybe year and a half tops. Cause like the first AIs were starting to hit the market when I got back from the convoy. Uh when I got back from the Freedom Convoy is when I started to see a lot of these AI started to pop up. But it was like people were writing articles about things like um not that new AI girlfriend app, but there was an old AI girlfriend app that like took away the, the sex feature and then like a bunch of dudes killed themselves. Again, Darwinism. I'm not sad, but you know, personal choices and whatnot. Um, but yeah who's to say the federal government's AI that they've had for a while they have had it for a while I assume they have isn't years beyond ours like again if they've had it for just 5 years imagine how good and realistic their AI is imagine how good that tech is they give us their sloppy seconds dog look I'll put it like this the federal government they're the dude in college you got that hot ass cheerleader right they had the fucking ride of the life with that bitch Me and you? We're that guy in college that gets that bitch 15 years later when she's all ran through. That's what our tech is. That was a crass fucking explanation. But let's get into it. Team Biden's border chaos is becoming a dangerous constitutional crisis putting Texas against President Biden. Not just Texas, by the way. Over half, over half of the fucking country is against Biden on this one. You have blue states being like, I stand with Texas, and I pledge my state's national... I, I pledge my state's and National Guard to Texas. It's like, oh. Oh, shit. Like, their state's sending their state police to Texas. It's like, I didn't know that was... That's a thing? That can happen? Is that a thing? And not just that. How about a fucking convoy? Speaking of convoys... And that's just one. Just like with the Freedom Convoy and the People's Convoy here in the U.S. and the anti-lockdown and the Freedom Convoy in Canada... It's Even though the media tried to make out like it was just one big convoy, it's multiple individual groups of convoys rushing to each other to meet at the border right now. Some of them are there. If you watched my video from two days ago, there was already like 25 to 28 miles worth of border wall, and it's just semi-trucks. Trailer to fucking bumper. Hood to trailer. People aren't upon the roof of that shit. Look, man, I've said it before. Oh, we're going to have a civil war. There's not going to be a civil war. I said it before. I just want to harp on the point like Beanie Man. You're in a civil war. Like, our, stop it. People sit here like, oh, you're actively in one. This is just now where the federal government gets involved in the civil war part of it directly. James, you don't hear me? civil You're fucking dumb as hell. You're dumb as hell. I've filmed these riots. I have filmed people in MAGA hats, curb stomping, people in black shysties, or bella depending on your slang. I've seen people in Antifa garments beat old people to death in the streets, and I've filmed it. I've seen buildings fucking burn. I've seen cities on fire, and I watched the states, the, I watched the capital of my fucking country burn. And you have the nerve to tell me we're not in a civil war. You're stupid as hell. You're dumb as hell, and that's a danger to you. Quite frankly, to every one of those around you. You have armed factions. Boogaloo, Proud Boys, Fed Front, Patriot Front, my apologies. Antifa, BLM, John Brown Gun Club. You have, uh, the, what do they call Like the, the Ananosan? Whatever the fuck they call themselves? Anyway, you have dozens of armed factions of warring political ideologies that are not compatible with each other, who've been going into the streets killing each other since 2013. And it got to the point where there are hundreds of billions of dollars in damages across this country. The Washington Capitol, buildings, the White House, the US Capitol, set on fire, damaged, rampaged, and sacked. And you're sitting here being like, oh, I don't think we're in a civil war at all. You've had, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. We have two presidents in a row rush out of the White House for safety. Donald Trump and Joe Biden have both been evacuated. Joe Biden's been evacuated from the White House five times. From people driving U-Hauls into the yard, to people driving their little shitty Honda Accords through the fence, to people just taking pot shots at the White House with their handguns. Hell, Joe Biden's granddaughter got fucking carjacked, and just the other day in D.C., uh, right here. I was going to read about this later. Former Trump admin official Mike Gill is critical in, is in critical condition after being shot during carjacking in D.C. Dog. Dog, stop it. The security state wouldn't allow it. The security state's dead. It's broken. It's on the ground, rotting before you. And you're waiting for it to get up and restore order? What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you retarded? Answer my own question. No. And I'm not, this is a strongman I'm attacking here. You, the listener, I assume you at least have some understanding of the situation you're in, right? The people, the criminals are getting all the guns. Meanwhile, the law-abiding citizens are getting arrested for buying guns, legally. You know, this, clearly, the federal government is backing up a far-left violent faction. And libertarians, people in the center, people on the right, they're just caught in the fucking crossfires of a of a whole civil war. But here's the thing: when it comes to it, we're still winning, like culturally speaking, we're still winning. I'm just saying, I'm 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 amazed that we're sitting here having this whole conversation with so many people on left and right being like, "This is causing a constitutional crisis. There might be a civil war." news uh, newsflash, dumb fuck! It is a consul, cr- constitutional crisis, and we are in a civil war. Weird. Again, I'm not beanie man. I don't harp on it, but you can through my episodes before I have talked about it, that we are in a full-fledged civil war it's just you know again b-man talks about it took a class on hillsdale about this I think it's fucking amusing as hell that we get this weird conversation it's like yeah well you know you had civil war wasn't just like you know you had a lot of people that just think it was happening they went outside and they had a picnic and people got shot and then it was like oh my god yeah it's kind of like how you had people in Portland one day go to a Starbucks and while they went for their Starbucks be handed to them, all of a sudden armed factions of left-wing rioters started shooting cops and took over a whole eight-city block called the Chaz. They were just getting coffee five minutes ago, though. God. See, what's funny is I tell people, I'm like, no, no, stop asking if you're in a civil war. There will be one. You are in one. There currently is one. And they're like, oh, you're crazy for stinking that. It's like, no, I'm not. I've been out there on the streets filming this shit. I was a stringer for five years. That's how I made my living through the pandemic. Is filming this shit and selling the footage to news networks. Get the fuck out of here. Not, I've been raining for so fucking long. Make no mistake, Texaner Grove Grubb- Abbott holds all the moral high credit, all the moral car- high cards here. Moral high cards? I've never heard that expression before. Moral high ground. Is what my brain kept trying to autocorrect there. And that's why I had that little seizure just now. Moving on. And some legal ones too. All legal ones. With Biden refusing to enforce immigration law. And see, all the legal ones. And millions flooding in illegally. Texas has been utterly swamped. In response, Abbott has installed razor wire on the border and taken control of the riverfront Shelby Park to deter migrants, something Biden should be doing. Yeah, here's the thing about that. Eagle Park, or, or um, that just doesn't have to click to it. When the fire, when, when the gunshots go off, it's going to be considered the Battle of Eagle Pass. That's just going to be what happens if it happens. And Eagle Pass just, it has that name to it. You know what I mean? The Battle of Eagle Pass. It's just it, it. It has that gravitas. It has that feel to it. You know what I mean? Like when you say it, it feels like you're saying something that already happened before, doesn't it? The Battle of Eagle Pass. Right. It's just like mm, got chills with that one. I feel like that's something that's already happened. Which when I get when I get like that weird fucking deja vu feeling when I say shit like that, I'm like, oh god, that's a that's a raven moment, isn't it? Nasty. Weird. It's like, nah. I don't know, this should give me genuine chills, because I'm just thinking, like, you know, I got friends and family, they do Uber and Lyft. I got friends who drive cab. You know, and they pick up people who don't speak Spanish, and it's a whole fucking, word. like, they be, pick up people who speak Spanish, speak Haitian, or whatever the fuck, speak any kind of language, that's not English. They don't know where they're going. They have a little folded up piece of paper in their hands, and they just give it to the driver. Or if it's Uber and Lyft... They can't they don't know what they're they're just getting in and then when the car stops they have to be asked to get out and they're like, "Oh, I go? This stop? Where do I go?" You've like point to the building and they're like, "Ah, ah." And they run off. Look, I feel bad for these people too. But not as bad as I feel for my country and the rest of the people in my country who are being destroyed by them. These people are parasites, leeches, an infection that needs to be fucking cured. I'll leave what the cure is up to you. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not putting myself on that watch list. Now, continuing on. Last Monday, the Supreme Court ruled the feds. Fucking. Glowing And The feds can cut that uh, wire while their lawsuit against Texas. Where are my fucking glasses? Here they are. There? there we go. <clears throat> and now watch the reading proficiency go up. Against Texas. And the wire plays out. Team Biden also seeks access to the park. What a horrific political spectacle! Texas is looking to secure the border, which Biden now finally admits is not secure yet. The feds are aiming to block him. Yeah, here's the thing: when anybody said the, the border was open, Biden called them racist and xenophobic and all that. And it's just like that's uh, your go-to. That's, that's your. That's all you got. You got name-calling, and then when it comes to like actual arguments, and the name-calling isn't enough, they had to concede. Keep that in mind when you argue with retard liberals. They're gonna just name call you. ride out the name call and be like, yeah, 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 but the facts. Okay, but the facts. Okay, but the facts. Okay, but the facts. facts." And be like, so what about the fucking facts? You're a fascist! You're a fucking fascist! I don't give a fuck about your stats or your fucking numbers! There it is. You don't care about reality. You care about what makes you feel good and what satisfies you emotionally. Not the reality of the situation. Just ride out the fucking storm, dude. These people are fucking troglodytes. They're retards. Fucking sub-temperature IQs. Right? So treat them as such. I treat every liberal I know with the utmost disdain. I treat a lot of the conservatives in my life with the utmost disdain, too. Again, I'm vaguely right-wing. But the liberals are the ones that are so far off the fucking reservation that they get the fucking score of my fucking ire. Like, I got different jobs I work, man. Look, for example, uh, one job I have, I kind of just got like this new room I'm working in. It wasn't, it's not like a promotion or anything, but they just did some rearranging this uh, this furniture warehouse. I, I uh, pick up shifts and occasionally, I'm a hustler. I hustle. The guy who lives, who grew up near Detroit, be hustling. Go figure. Now, I have a coworker who comes over and this dude's a fucking right soy jack cuck. Right, comes up to me and he goes, Hey man, this is a nice place, just check it out. What you think? I'm like, I like it. One of my favorite things about this room is it gives me complete sol- solitude for my other coworkers. Right, like I can't ask for much more. You know, I'm over here, I got my room, got my I got, I got my speaker, and I don't have to deal with any co workers. They don't come over here and they don't bother me. I just stare at him for a second, he goes, Oh, okay. And he drives off. I will not have to deal with him again for another few months until he fucking wants to make short talk again. There's more to this story The more to this particular guy. Noxious. TLDR, somebody asks you if you make a podcast and you give it to them. Uh, you better, don't ask people for their podcast and then listen to it and then get offended by the way they do their podcast and then start shit. You're not going to win that. Anyway, moving on. It's madness. But yeah, no. I, I uh, lib- liberals and democrats are in a death cult. And like all cultists, you treat them like shit. You fucking mock them, you belittle them, you berate them, you joke on them, you clown on them. That's why memes are so fucking effective against these pussies. It hurts them. It, li- it physically fucking wounds them. Dude, remember back in the day, 2016 they're telling you, like, oh, these memes are going to make people kill themselves. That's projection. That just means how weak you fucking are, dog. You're a pussy. Meme these fuckers. Mock them. Belittle them. The whole reason they ended up in the cult in the first place is because they wanted some group of approval. Some inner circle. And then when you mock and belittle it, and that inner circle turns vile as hell, they leave it. That's what, ha- that's what you do. Like, the fucking bitch who's inherited the Westboro Baptist Church, she went online found that everybody hated her found that everybody was making fun of her and then she spent like a week or two trying to defend herself and she got clowned on and then all of a sudden she dissolves the fucking church and now she's like, yeah, that was a cult jokes, guys they work, jokes save lives memes save lives memes, joking is a coping mechanism it takes the most grotesque disgusting things And reduces them to a fucking punchline. And what can you do with a punchline? You can dissect it. And what do you need to do with your problems? You need to be able to dissect your problems. Jokes give you the form and the blueprint to dissect the world's problems. That's why the left and cultists hate humor. Because they don't want you to dissect the problems. They want to run on the problems that they'll never fix. And they want to run on what we will do. We will do this. I promise I'll do this. And then people on the right and people on the libertarian side, when they run for office or run for re-election, they run on what they've done. They run on what they will do. And if you don't believe me, just look up a fucking speech. Look up a Joe Biden speech versus a Trump speech. Look up a Bush speech versus a Kerry speech. Look up an Obama speech. Look up any history of right versus left and see how they talk. Especially if it's an incumbent situation where you have someone running for re-election versus somebody else. It's always a series of just, what I will do, I promise I'll do it. Like look up a Democrat incumbent versus a Republican incumbent and see how they talk. The incumbent on the left will always talk about what they will do and don't do. And the right incumbent will always talk about what they've done and then what they will do. And they also bring their kids out and their wives out so you know their dicks work. You know, both sides do that. Don't understand why. It's I don't give a fuck about your wife. I don't give a fuck about your dopey-eyed, fucking doughy-eyed ass kids either. What's your policy, dude? Keep your fucking kids out of this. I don't give a fuck. And you got all these politicians to be like, I can't believe my kids are being targeted. I can't believe you brought your kids out for clout. I'm, uh, it's kind of your fault. I mean, it's tragic that people are doing it. And, you know, I'm not absolving them of their action. But, dude, half the country is going to hate you. Why would you bring your kids into that? Terrible. Terrible. Continuing on. It's madness. And not just because the taxpayers get stuck paying for both installation and the removal of the wire. Fuck that. That is minimal. Minuscule compared to the amount of money we're paying to pay for these fucking illegal workers. Let's face it, that's what they are. They're here to work and breed and vote. That's the only reason the left wants them here. That's why they're here. That's what they are useless eaters. Just spin the gears of the machine. That's all they fucking are. It's a it's a shame. You know, I feel bad for them. Not as angry. I, I, I mean, my anger towards them is much more than my sympathy towards them, for sure. But still, admirably, Abbott is standing his ground, even vowing to install more wire. If vowing he has tons of it. Just how long until like a Border Patrol agent arrests a, a federal CBP agent? It's going to happen. Someone's going to get shot, and it's going to kick off. It's going to be a whole deal. But with all the states joining in, you know that could actually scare Joe Biden into not doing anything. Hence the whole Iran situation we got going on now. Will the two sides play razor-wire whack-a-mole? Will it come to blows? Most certainly. Former President Donald Trump, meanwhile, has urged states to surge National Guard troops to help Texas with 25 Republican governors backing Abbott. Quote, The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. Oh, the Texans said Wednesday. I was, oops, I was assuming that would be Trump talking. The executive branch has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws to protect states, he argues, but instead it's violating those laws. Well, with Texas and border states is also a little different. That's a joint effort. States are to protect their own borders while the federal government is to protect the external borders of the country. Texas, like all border states, is equally responsible for protecting its southern border as the federal government is to protect its southern border. In fact, they should be working in tandem to secure the border together. That's kind of was the idea in mind when uh, you know all the people who signed the Constitution and wrote the stuff up agreed on what I know the name of the podcast author. I don't know. What would I know about this? Anyway. Never did anyone for fucking see the possibility that the federal government would be like, no, we want illegals. Why would you protect your borders? Yeah, that just wasn't something that anyone thought about. Didn't really come up. Didn't, uh, it just seemed so out the fucking wheelhouse in the land of la-la retardation that it just, I don't know, didn't factor into the fucking equations, I guess. But yeah, Texas... Absolutely has the right and the obligation to protect its border. And like I said before, they're not just protecting their border. They're protecting everyone in this country. I don't know anybody who's happened to yet, but there are people. There's articles. There's news stories. There's videos. Legal immigrants raping underage girls. That's what happened in Ohio. That girl who got up pregnant and her mom lied about the whole abortion thing. And a legal spick raped her. Then you got a... Uh, got stories of illegal immigrants murdering people, sex workers being killed by Muslims who got in through the border or flown in here as an unvetted refugee. Like, we we have stories. I'm lucky enough, knock on wood, that no one I know has been harmed yet by any of this. But with my U.S. audience being the size it is, someone listening to this has. And it's for you that I'm fucking livid. I'm only a precinct delegate. I raise my concerns to the people I can, local chair to state chair maybe. But I'm one dude doing my part. You, the the regular citizen, call your reps. Call your governor. Blow their phone up. Call them twice a day. Call them when you go to work. Call them when you get out of work. Doesn't matter what their business hours are. Leave a voicemail. Call during the open hours too harass them. And I don't mean like go to their house and duct tape and shit. No. No, 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 no. No Supreme Court behavior here. No. I'm just saying blow up their fucking phones. You pay the phone bill for these assholes. Blow up the phone line. Call them. In and out. In and out. In and out. Twice a day. Annoy the shit out of them. And then again, eventually get to the point where their inbox is full. And then you do it again. And you do it again. And you do it again. again. You saw what happened with the boycotts, Target and Bud Light, and so on and so forth. Guys, same energy. That same weaponized autism. Use it against the federal government. Make your voices heard. And then put pressures on people like me in your local government to make sure we are fighting. I'm a precinct delegate. I'm a football player. You the voters. You're my coach. I'm out there on the field. I'm doing what I think is good. I'm looking around. I don't see my coach. I don't see you. You know, I got the ball. I'm running. I'm looking around, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. I think I'm doing the right thing. And I look for confirmation. I don't have a coach. He's gone. They're gone. And all these fucking people in blue football uniforms are fucking cornering me, circling around me. And all I can do is just jump, duck, and weave for dear life. I need you there. All of us need you there. Every precinct delegate. Every local rep. Every mayor. We need you. Otherwise we're fucked. And you've been turning out. But there's so many of you that aren't. And we just. just, We just got like 10% more people to show up. Bro, that's millions of more people blowing up their, uh, their local politicians phone lines. I shouldn't say blowing up like that, that's colloquially speaking, calling their local reps, going to school board meetings, going to their county delegation meetings. Folks, you can be part of government without being an elected figure. That's by showing up and putting the pressure on my back. Make me fight for you. I just need my coach there. And you, the voters, are the coaches. The reason why so many politicians you vote for are making bad plays is because you're not showing up. You're not the one turning up and making them playwright. You're not fighting. You're not making them do what you wanted them to do so they get in office. They just do whatever the fuck they want. Like opening the border so, you know, the cheerleaders get raped by illegals. Continue the football analogy on. Continuing on. We're almost done with this article. The executive branch has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws to protect states, he argues, but instead, it's violating those. And since the Constitution gives the states the right to defend themselves, Abbott has declared an invasion and invoked the Texas Constitutional Authority to exercise that right, which supersedes any federal statutes of, uh, uh to the contrary. Yeah, no, that's what I was just saying, a thousand percent accurate. I mean, the Constitution is pretty, uh, this, uh, this piece of paper? pretty, you know, pretty, lays it out pretty clearly. I mean, most things, I think, are a 10th Amendment situation anyway, you know, leave it to the states. States, as you can see, will do a better job than federal government. As the post-Douglas Murray notes, that'd be... What is it, New York Post, is who he works for? Uh, in the Independence sphere, the post would be the post-millennial, but it's, it's a, this is the mainstream world that we're reading in. Um... That there's ample precedent for local governments ignoring federal rules, i.e. when cities and states declare themselves sanctuary cities to protect illegal immigrants, or illegal aliens, I'll just call them, and refuse to cooperate with feds. Now, Abbott claims the Constitution grants him authority to ignore the feds to uh, to keep border jumpers out. It does. Abbott's legal argument is strong. But his moral argument about protecting the state and the country is unaccessible. Shut the fuck up, you dumb little bitch. Shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, uh, hey, to the person saying that, I don't wish ill on anyone, but I hope a bunch of illegals find your address. Since you're so welcoming to them and it's so moral to have them here. Stupid bitch. Stupid fuck. Yeah, uh, again, his legal argument is strong. But morally, it hurts my fifis because they want to say, bring me your sick and your poor and your unhuddled masses. But, 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 but shut the fuck up, you little pussy. Shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking cockhole. damn, Their whole moral argument looks like 14-karat cock shit from where I'm sitting. Only preserve open-border radicals And polls who do their bidding still deny the border is a nightmare. With a new, record high, 300,000 plus migrants crossing in December and needs to be secure. But I thought it was so immoral. Fucking cunt. So let me ask you a question. New York fucking Post editorial board. Dumb bitch. Let me ask you a fucking question. (laughs) (coughs) Um... So, if it's so immoral what Abbott's doing, why are you advocating for it? would it be just as immoral to defend what he's doing using the legal precedent? Like, I'm sorry, I thought, if laws don't justify violation of morals, then why are you using the laws to justify a violation of your morals, New York Post? You stupid fucking fag fuck. Dumbass. Stupid bitch. Mainstream media, bully them. No matter how much you hate the media, you don't hate them enough. Of course, none of this strum and, drung, strum and drag would be necessary. I've never heard any of these terms before. If Team Biden just followed the law, the House just unveiled articles of impeachment against Homeland Security chief Alejandro Alejandro Mayorkas over the issue. Yeah, wow, a guy named Alejandro Mayorkas sympathetic towards legal aliens with a name like that. No what? That's like if we elected a president named, I don't know, fucking Milhouse Goldblatt. And we're like, I can't believe he's so pro-Israel! Really? That name didn't translate to pro Israel to you? Just like Majorcus translates to pro illegal alien? Eh, weird. Over the issue. Since Abbott's not back since Abbott's not backing down Texas says come and take it, bitch. It's becoming a question of whether the president, who won't act against Iran, he shouldn't. Oh my God, let's not, let's not do World War Three, folks. Even as its proxies are killing American soldiers, well, when we get to that. We get to that coverage. I'll, I'll go more into depth on that one. Will instead crack down on the governor who's simply trying to enforce the laws that the prez won't. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Now, let's just check out three comments and we'll wrap this episode up. James Evan. We'd be a lot better off if Greg Abbott were the president. Yeah, that's, that argument really has some legs to stand on. He would just wheel right over everybody. Uh, the president would get a standing ovation, you know. Real man above the waist. Uh, <clears throat> although, confined to a wheelchair. There goes all my jokes. He got the cur- He's got the courage to stand up for the nation's sovereignty and the integrity to act in accordance with the best interest yep. and consent of his constituents. How often do you see that in today's politicians? Certainly not in the incumbent. Uh, truth be told, we certainly, we certainly, you, what the fuck? Truth, do how words work. Well, certainly, you see America first with most Republicans. That's on me, actually, Republicans. But I wouldn't say with most. But it would take binoculars to find a Democrat who feels that way. Really, Mitt Romney, McConnell, hell, Johnson to some extent, McCarthy. I, 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 just, I don't, I don't know if most Republicans fit into that camp, bud. I think a lot of people. I mean, of the populace, you're going to find most of them on the right, but most of the right isn't populist yet. With the uh, of the young up-and-coming voter base, that seems to be certainly changing. Uh, and the last comment, Kristen Brown. Christine Brown. He is more mobile than Brandon. That's true. That's true. Actually, ironically enough, Joe Biden should probably have one of those wheelchair lifts to get him up and down off the planes just so he can just stand there and ride it. Be a little ride in Disneyland for him. But that being said, uh, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, It Dunn, and, uh, BUILD THE WALL! The Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the Biden
2: administration is legally allowed to open the border by force to cut down razor wire along the Rio Grande sector of the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas. The usual suspects voted for this, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, Kintaji Brown-Jackson, but they were joined by so-called conservative justices, John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. So in response to this ruling, which shocked many, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, drafted a letter not simply to the administration, but to the world. And here's part of what it says. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. Abbott goes on to say the state of Texas has the authority under the Constitution to, quote, protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and it supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And then following very quickly, 25 other states with Republican governors signed a letter pledging their support to Texas and its constitutional right to defend itself and this country. Those states include Ohio, Florida, Utah, Nevada, and many others. And then the Biden administration responded. The administration threatened these states and particularly Texas with a quote, 24 hour deadline to allow border patrol to reopen the border and to take down the barbed wire. Clearly a collision course. What happens next? We're thankful to be joined now by Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, who joins us by phone from India. Governor Abbott, thank you so much for joining us. If the administration declares that it plans to federalize the National Guard of the state of Texas, your National Guard, what will be your response?
3: Well, first I'll be shocked that would be, a boneheaded move on his part, a total disaster. Uh, but for one, as you might imagine, we are prepared uh, in the event that that unlikely event does occur to, to make sure that we will be able to continue exactly what we've been doing over the past month, and that is uh, building these barriers, uh, and whether it be the Constantinople Wire or other uh, anti-climb border barriers, whatever we've been building, the Biden administration. Uh, is now trying to attack us because of it. uh, And we will continue to do exactly what we're doing to expand our denial of illegal entry into the state of Texas.
2: With state employees, I assume, not with National Guard. But can you envision a scenario in which you would put armed state employees on the border instead of the National Guard of Texas?
3: We, we do have other armed state employees uh, on the border as we speak right this minute, and uh, there's the Texas Department of Public Safety as well as other law enforcement officers, as well as National Guard from other states. And you can be assured there will be more National Guard from other states and more law enforcement officers within the state of Texas and other states. And, Tucker, I just signed a law a new law in the state of Texas that will go into effect on March the 5th that authorizes any law enforcement officer in the state of Texas to be able to arrest anybody coming across the border illegally.
2: Have you spoken to the president or anyone from the Biden White House about what appears to be an imminent collision?
3: I have not, to be clear. uh, I have spoken to the president about the border. Uh, I met him on a tarmac in El Paso and talked to him directly about what was going on. I handed him a letter that had in it, immediate solutions he could take that would immediately secure the border without the need of any new law to be passed. Despite the fact that I handed him uh, on altogether eight different letters, he has refused to ever respond. My point in telling you that we have laid down the precursor of what's called Article Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution to show that uh, we have been invaded and we have demanded support from the president to safeguard our state And they have refused to do so eight times. And that authorized me to uh, uh, to declare an invasion under Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution to make sure that Texas is going to be able to use every tool in our arsenal to defend our state.
2: Uh, Of the couple of dozen Republican-led states who have pledged support for you, um, how many do you think would send National Guard to Texas?
3: I'll be shocked and disappointed if almost all of them do not. There there have been about 10 so far that have sent National Guard or uh, other law enforcement. They now are joined together with us. And this is a fight for the future of America, and they all know it. And so I believe that they will all be in on this effort.
2: It's it's just a remarkable moment. Uh, And I know you're heading out, but my final question is, how do you see this resolving? What happens next? Well,
3: Texas is going to continue to expand the border barriers that we are erecting, the razor wire that we're putting up, uh, and to to continue to gain control of more land uh, over the coming months, I believe, however, that this will all come to an end on January the 20th of next year, because I believe a new president will be sworn in, a president who will actually enforce the immigration laws of the entire country, not just the Texas border, but New Mexico and Arizona and California and the Canadian border also. Uh, And we will have safe and secure borders once again because we will have a president who actually will enforce the laws of the United States of America.
2: But in the next year, are you concerned about any kind of conflict between state uh, forces, whether state employees or National Guard and federal forces?
3: So, Tucker, all we can do is be as prepared as possible, deploy as many people as possible, uh, do as much as possible uh, to put up more border barriers uh, and deny illegal entry. Uh, and our head is down. We're working hard, uh, regardless of what the Biden administration is doing.
2: Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, joining us now from India. Thank you very much, Governor.